On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, COVID vaccines, RoboSeal, Pool League Night, and our friends' relationships. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And uh, what's been on the agenda lately, Petra? Well, I got vaccinated. Oh, the old COVID vaccination, The COVID vaccine. I'm finally catching up with you, Hank. You got the one-shot deal, too. I did. I did. Who is it? Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson. Well, how was that well-oiled machine for uh, Eastern Kentucky? I tell you what, it was my first dealing with the health department, and I was so impressed. It it was a well-oiled machine. I showed up at my, well, all right, first, they reminded me of my appointment by email, by text, and by phone call. Well, that's good. Okay, so all three, there is no excuse. There's three different ways that they contacted you about your appointment to confirm it. So you show up at your appointment time. Well, that's helpful right off the bat. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of idiots out there. Yeah. There just is. It It was easy, smooth. And they don't want to waste the vaccine. No. So uh, so you got it scheduled and uh, got your vaccine. Got my vaccine. Had to sit in the waiting room. Because I have allergies, I had to sit in the waiting room for 30 minutes after my, my shot in the arm. Which wasn't too bad. Because I was scheduled to go to the dentist next. So I you know, waited there and then just went on to the dentist. You had a health care day, didn't you? I did. I did. It was one of those days where it was a full-time job not to fall apart. Mine was the Moderna one. I had to have two shots. Yeah. And whatever it takes. But I'm not sure. I don't think we've done a show since that, have we? I don't think we have. You want to talk about that? Yeah. I hear a buzzing in this thing. Is that you buzzing? I'm not buzzing. Maybe the old uh, headset's just (laughs) getting ready to go. I don't think it's you. I don't know if it is. I, I don't. I don't even hear a buzz. Well, well. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, I got a. Uh, I don't think we've had a show since I got. No, I don't think we have. We probably you? haven't. I had an awful reaction to that second one. I know there's people saying, "Oh, how awful it is," and I think sometimes it's frankly exaggerated. But by hell, I was the three percent. I don't think I was exaggerating. <laughs> No, no, and, and I think it was because I do believe that we had the vid, you know, about a year ago. Maybe, uh, who knows, but I was in the 3% that had the intractable, quote, intractable nausea and vomiting, <laughs> was, that's the end quote yeah. from their site, and that's, I mean, I didn't throw up continuously, but I threw up, and then when I threw up everything I had, then I tried to throw up more. Like God, that's the worst feeling. Yeah, yes, <laughs> is this it thing is. worst? That's your body just telling you, you know. Chairman Meow still wants up there. <laughs> Get up there, you little crazy cat. Now she's hauling catnip too. <laughs> right. Petra tried to lure her to a little bed beside the chair, beside the. Command center chair. It didn't yes, work. it did work. No, she has to get up here with Mama. No, <laughs> she's really cute. But yeah, I was, and, and I suppose. I mean, I haven't read on it exactly, but is that basically the symptoms that you would have with COVID? I think so. I think so. Um, and I haven't read anything that says like if you have a, a bad reaction to the vaccine, that that means you would have had a bad reaction to the virus. I've seen no correlation in that. Yeah. I keep trying to find it. 
Yeah. But if if that is what it would if that is what COVID would be then uh-huh. shit i see i don't see how any old person survives that shit <laughs> yeah yeah i mean, it's just, I, mean uh, I was horrible i mean the most of the things you check off except for the respiratory stuff i had all that crap uh and my smell was fine but but the weakness i mean not being able to walk across we went skiing during this time it's, I couldn't even carry my shit in the room. No, you, I had, you had to. Do to it. <laughs> I mean, it was all I could do to get from the car inside, basically the hotel lobby, sit down in the hallway, let you check us in, and then walk to the hotel room. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got you and in the it. room, and you were puking, and I was carrying stuff in, and I drove the second half of the way in. No, I like, know. You, no you're way. usually Mister. I drive everywhere. I was trying to, yeah, I basically went to sleep or just laid on the, yeah, it was awful. It was, yeah. a, it was horrible. Um, that, yeah, anybody that gets that crap, good luck. Yeah, my, my experience with the one shot wasn't nearly that bad, but I did have like the 48 hours of, of like aching joints. And for me, my skin felt really tender to the touch. Those chills, they were yeah. awful. Like pretty much full clothes, just get in the bed with ten blankets on top of you, and it still was freezing. Yeah, and then and then slept for four or five hours, and then got up for a little bit, and then slept all night. Yeah, with night sweats, just it was awful. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I did it. Anybody that's uh, listening, I mean, I would. I mean, it's still better than getting COVID. Heck I mean, yeah. I mean, if even if you get a what we'll just call it a mini a mini case of covid that lasts 48 hours hell it's better than dying from the real thing or having the real thing and yes and you yes be, you know the, the numbers are coming back like now all the research is really they've had time to research this pretty well yeah i think i, I showed you some article from credible sources not from the dumbass sources mm-hmm. i think it was from jama or something but I think it's like 60%. Yeah, 60% of people who have COVID will have symptoms and 40% will have like minimum to no symptoms. Like you might not have you might have something, but yeah. Minimum yeah. to no symptoms, you got a 40% chance. Some sort of moderate to severe symptoms, 60% chance. Dang. So, you can just roll the dice. I mean, yeah. it's almost 50-50. You want you want yeah. you might not get shit. But then again, you can get something really nasty sometimes, too. And these upper respiratory diseases, they're no joke. I mean, I, I, my worst experience was when I had swine flu. And I felt like I was drowning in mucus. Right. Like, it just it just kept building up in my lungs. It was awful. Well, I don't know, but it was a... Uh Anyway, and of course, the problem is, of course, you might have be in the forty percent and have minimum to no symptoms, but mm-hmm. then you pass it along to your elderly mom and she dies. Yeah, that's been the whole problem the whole time. Really, it's not the much, you know, yourself. If you're a younger person, you're probably not going to die from it. Yeah, but, you might be sick, but you'll probably survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might be sick as a dog for a couple of weeks, but you'll be all right. Especially now that they have this little, I mean, again, all the stuff's coming out. Everybody knows this wherever you live. 
for the first line of defense is this cocktail of stuff that's basically you can get in anywhere in any GNC or section of Kroger. Mm-hmm. The uh, the aspirin, vitamin D, vitamin C, melatonin, and we're leaving something out. I can't remember what it was. I can't either. But anyway, there's yeah. doses of that stuff. And if you get COVID, you take the right percentage of that stuff based on your body weight and talk to your doctors. Don't listen to me. Yeah, but yeah. but um, you take those five things right off the bat, especially like the melatonin that, that, that really cuts into the cytokine storm that goes on your body, just going crazy trying to fight this thing. Uh-huh. You are going to be fine. Like yeah. that concoction of over-the-counter stuff pretty much gets you. Yeah. The it's aspirin. That, it's that concoction and that proportion. Yeah. yeah. Even even the aspirin. That's for like uh, there's a certain percentage of people that have like uh, blood stuff goes on with this. Wow. Right, so your blood gets thick. So that aspirin is to, in very general terms, to thin your thin blood. Thin your blood, yeah. So, and then, so you got that as your first line defense. Then if it gets worse... Then you've got possibly a steroid shot or steroid in, you know, steroids. Yes. If it gets even worse, then you get a, a IV of that gamma furon. I'm massacring the name, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. This, so you got that. So, I mean, there's so many lines of things that we have now to fight this thing that just, you, you know, you got to be pretty bad off. Mm-hmm. Not bad off. They have a lot of comor- comorbidities. Yeah. Before you're going to die from this. But, but that or being, just really have the short stick and you're the blood type and blah, blah, blah. That sure. gets wiped out by it. Right. And if you have the comorbidities of, I don't know, you have COPD and you have a heart problem and diabetes and you're 85 years old. Yeah. Then wear a mask. Then you better. <laughs> then, yeah. Then you might be. That might get you. <laughs> That's Sure. But anyhow, this vaccine, still, the second one, can't get, it kicked my ass. Absolutely. <laughs> and yours just made you tired. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. And sensitive to touch. Ooh, it was a weird side effect. I, I complained about that. Oh, there it is. There it is. It called up. It's just rendering. Oh, well, we'll see. If we're on here, we're on here. If we're not, we'll just delete it. We, we really have go got again. to go get you a, a couple of new computers. <laughs> I dread it so bad. The thing is, like, the thing we record this on, on Audacity, uh-huh. is <laughs> the version of this that goes along with our equipment. Like, I, I'm, I hate updating anything. Oh, I know. Because shit stops working. I know. And and we have a program that we use to level out our voices. Mm-hmm. Like that would have to be, you know, like to find that version to work because they mm-hmm. don't make versions of that. It's just a, it would be a monumental pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I am scared to death. We we record this on a Mac laptop that's at least 10 to 12 years old, maybe yeah. more. And it's all we use it for, basically. Yeah. It's just for this podcast only. It's, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. And and even that, like I have a, I do get some email from it on one of my accounts. 
And even downloading email takes forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just grinding. <laughs> it really is. It's horse and buggy for its day. Yeah. But can I try to keep it a little while longer? Yeah. Okay. Um, now this COVID stuff too. This brings up another thing, but uh-huh. because this is just about the one year mark uh-huh. that all this shit started. Yes, you know absolutely. That? It is. This last week was the one year anniversary. Of, like, it coming here or when shit got real? I think when they did the shutdown. <laughs> the one-year anniversary of the two-week shutdown. Really? Yeah. See, I was thinking it was a few weeks later than this because the only reason I know this, this is always going to mark this for the rest of my life. I hate it. But uh-huh. in a way, it helps me remember it, too. I could be wrong. The NCAA tournament in basketball. They, uh-huh. The U.K., Play, they played the SEC tournament and then canceled the NCAA tournament. Okay. And the NCAA tournament starts next week. So it doesn't matter if it's a week or two off. The point is, but that's the rail. And that, I don't know about your like moment of like, oh shit, this is for yeah. real. Not, yeah. this isn't, this isn't some weird, this isn't some funny joke. This shit's real. Yeah. Was for me when they shut down the NCAA tournament. Oh yeah, you you were like well, that's billions of dollars. Yeah, that's not like you're canceling a basketball, an NBA basketball game. Oh, we're gonna cancel this one, and we'll be back next week. Like when you cancel things permanently, (laughs) not permanently, but I mean, you only have one NCAA tournament per year, and it is billions of dollars for everybody. Yeah, all the teams, the schools, all the sponsors. When they shut that down, I'm like, I doubt like, like oh, this. No. This is the real shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> what was yes. your moment, or do you have? Did you have an aha moment? I'm not sure when my my moment was. I think I think I was one of the early chicken littles going oh, pandemic. <laughs> Well, you're a bit of a germaphobe, so, I am, so it so. was a bit so of. So I'm on the I'm on the leading edge of that. It was kind of your Super Bowl, <laughs> in a way. Yes, as far as that goes, I had the toilet paper stocked up. There you go. <laughs> well, it's been a crazy ass year. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I feel like just surviving. We should all congratulate congratulate ourselves. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we yeah we survived a pandemic. Yeah, check that off the list. Yes. Well, it was just crazy time, and hopefully we'll never have to go through that again. But I tell you, it's a good life example. I think of you know that book I read. I think I mentioned on the show. The I think the name of the book is Black Swans, mm-hmm. and this guy argues that that throughout history of our civilization. You really rotting moving forward of civilization, but it's more you move forward a little bit, then there's a black swan event that just knocks you out. Yeah, there's something that's unpredicted, uh, it, it, totally impossible to predict. No matter what, there's no model that you could ever have that would tell you or to be able to prepare you or to predict this black swan event. Yeah, but that event, you know, sets you back. Or does something to your civilization? There's another black swan uh, event, yeah. and, then, oh. and then that's how civilization, he says, works. And he's got a point. I think. Yeah. I think there are some. 
uh, he makes some great points. You can most of the civilization who would have who who could have predicted President Kennedy getting shot. Period. All right, I want you to keep talking to me. I'm going to go get another chair because I, she's killing me. <laughs> Poor little chairman meow. So, so what, I got to do this by myself now while you hurry? Yes, exactly. You hurry. Chairman meow. Did <laughs> she jumps down. That's funny. She jumps down. Anyway, Black Swan. Interesting. <laughs> right. Well, I just told you the whole book, babe. I saved you reading that book. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, this COVID is absolutely a black swan event. It is. It's been crazy. Nobody could have predicted it. Nobody could have ever thought this would happen. It could have been a million times worse, but at the same time, it was crazy. And anybody that acts like that, it's easy to forget a year later. Mm-hmm. But frankly, a year ago, everybody was scared shitless. Yes. I mean, yes. you didn't 100% know. You're like, you see on TV a bunch of. People in China with masks and people in Italy and you hear all the those horror stories horror of those that going yeah. on and yeah. you're like, Holy shit, these this is something. Yeah. You can't tell me where everybody in this country wasn't freaking scared to death for a while. Thank God it oh, ended yeah. up not being and eventually ended up of course all the uh, you know, oh, I knew that was nothing all along. They're just trying to take our freedom. Now, fuck that. <laughs> that, first, that first few weeks, everybody's like, okay, whatever you do. Just, you know, pretty much, yeah. for the most part, it was it was game on for a while. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. That was a year ago. Can you believe yes, that? Yes, yes. That's been a long, hard year, and I feel like it's going a lot better now. Yeah. Oh, we even had, I mean, elections during all this. I know. I and mean, of all things, it was an election year on top of everything. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. But things are better. Yep. Things are better. All right. I found this, like, kind of through our Reddit account. But this is a Wall Street Journal article about a, a well, it's not a stuffed animal. It's a $6,000 medical device. You know, I'm not sure what they've done or how they've done it, but I've, first of all, I've always thought that the Wall Street Journal is pretty damn credible mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. I've noticed even more in these times. I find myself looking at their articles. I, I feel like they are pretty good. This one's just a mm-hmm. neutral article. Yeah. But in general, like I see some articles from them. You know, bashing, say, Donald Trump. And I see some articles of good things he's done. I see the same thing with Biden. Just from my general perspective, they seem seem to be be pretty neutral. They seem to be one of the most objective papers or news sources still out there. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know. Apparently, they have a story about uh, robots here that are interesting. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's about the ethics of shoving grandma off on an electronic seal they've they've built a what's an electronic seal it's a robot paro p-a-r-o the robot seal is a comfort device it's It's literally in the shape of a seal in the shape of a baby seal let me show you (laughs) okay Oh, it's adorable yeah it's got the big black eyes the black nose and the white you know, seal. Yeah, looks like a fluffy. Looks like a baby um, seal. And it it makes 
noises and bats <laughs> at you and uh, like yeah. a Furby. It's a Furby for old people, basically. Uh, oh, it's yeah. a furry Furby. And in a lot of nursing homes, they use them. Instead of like first line medication for uh, dementia patients that are uh, upset, aggravated, sure. you know, give them this and it calms them down basically. Hmm. But like there are some people, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to have robots taking care of old people next. And, you know, yeah, that may be. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, what the hell does it matter? If yeah. somebody has dementia and this calms them down what the hell does that matter exactly exactly i think it's kind of a. Um, I shared a video it. of a robot somewhere hanging drywall for god's sakes i mean this robot was picking up sheets of drywall putting it on a wall measuring it cutting it and screwing it in oh wow yeah i mean a full size looks like a person robot just basically going in there doing work just like a carpenter well, that's back-breaking work that it's doing that a carpenter doesn't have to do. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it, Petra. Uh-huh. The other way to look at it is it's you're a carpenter. carpenters, yeah. Yeah, your job. I mean, there's whole specialties of people who do nothing but drywall. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'd quite look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, But the point, is, the point is that robots are slowly going to... The, you know, I'm 51. Who knows by the time we're 90 or 100. But it's really taken off fast. Yeah. I mean, it really is. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, we're already um, bagging our, you know, checking out and bagging our own groceries at uh, grocery stores. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Technology's still just flying off the shelf. But. I think one of the next things is actual robots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the first ones that everybody really, I think, accepted. And I'm not arguing it's wrong or bad or right or wrong or whatever, but it's this Roomba. Yeah. That's a robot. It's very yeah. innocent, but it is a robot in your house that runs around cleaning up the floors for you. Yeah. And it's fine. Everybody's all right with that. But it's not an appliance. It's not something that you do. Like, this is a physical thing running around your house. You know, I would 100% put googly eyes on a Roomba if we had one. Of course. Why wouldn't anybody? <laughs> Why well, would be kooky talk not to? <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have little, hell, there's a million dollar idea right there. Customize your Roomba. Yes. Why not just have a little, like, a cloth thing that goes over it for different things, like a little dinosaur skin. Uh, (laughs) Make sound effects as it's working. So what's the – I don't understand the controversy here, really. Well, they're really – some people questioning how ethical it is to – they say pawn grandma off on the the robot seal like giving you know the seal because it is geared to you have got to talk closer okay yeah i I I have it all the way up now it's no i have it all the way up and i had before okay i was thinking Uh and when i start thinking i get a little bit quieter (laughs) and then you totally derail my train of thought and i can't keep going Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) 
I just see you talk. I can tell that this is, uh, yeah, you know, it goes. Okay. Grandma pawn her off. I get it. Yeah, pawn and grandma off on on the robo seal is unethical. They say, and I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. But this is the article I found about it because I really wanted to talk about. I mean. Think about this. Japan has sex robots, and now they have comfort robots. How long before they just have robots to replace people? Oh, right. Close. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, sure. There's a the, – some of the robot. I think it's from the one I saw, the, the robot hanging drywall and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of, of videos out there. You guys can look this up from Boston. I think it's Boston Robotics. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be from, you know – in Boston's right next to MIT, right? Mm-hmm. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Right? Mm-hmm. That's in Boston. Yeah. I mean, that's why there's a lot of these companies like that around MIT because these are a bunch of, you know, robotics, but robotics well, a bunch specialists. of the most technically minded minds in the mm-hmm. technically minded minds. <laughs> well, that's what they are. Well, there's a ton. I mean, you can find their videos all over the place of robots doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And they just keep getting better. I mean, running, jumping, running through the forest. Have doing... you seen the dog robot? It's creepy as hell. They have it in New York. That's as a poli- As a police thing. That's creepy. That is they, RoboCop weird. You know, I don't have the article in front of me, but that, since we are on the robot topic here, I, I did read an article and saw it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a robot dog looking thing. And it's a, pol- and it's, they're using it in. Brooklyn, I believe. They're using it in parts of New York. For what? I don't know exactly. I didn't get into it totally, so mm-hmm. I'm really, you know, screwing that up as far as this goes. But it's a general discussion. Mm-hmm. That's just creepy and scary. I don't and, and the I article don't care for And that. the article went out of its way. I did see this, the little bit that I skimmed of the article. It went out of its way to say, now, these robots cannot hurt you yet. They cannot. They don't have weapons. They can't actually harm you in any way. And it almost like like yet, <laughs> like like yeah. that shit's coming. It is. It is, Robo- coming. it is RoboCop. Exactly. It literally is going to be RoboCop, one way or another. These robots are going to have guns, tasers. Oh yeah. They're going to have something. At first, it'll be just tasers, or it'll shock you, or you know, move along, citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Zap you. <laughs> well, you're laughing. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that, that, that's coming. So anyway, you found some stuff then, huh? That it, what else you got over there, Miss right. Chatty? Uh, Miss Chatty Kathy? While, while you were on your ski trip and I was home alone, I bought a series on Amazon Prime. And yes. Then, then it was one of those things. Well, I paid money for it, so by hell, I was going to finish watching it. So I watched a discovery of witches. A discovery of witches. What yes. what it platform is, a is it on? Story between a vampire and a witch, and it's every bit as boring as Twilight or any of the other ones. What was platform like, was it on? Oh. Um, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Not very good, huh? No, not very good. Well, the vampire and the witch may, didn't. If, if if it's your thing, if if Twilight's your romance thing, it might float your boat. But wow, it was one of those things where I was like, I paid for this. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> well, witches kind of hang out at night, so you'd think they'd be pretty uh, 
matched up with uh oh there's with a vampires. backstory there's big you know legends and lore and you have to learn all their backstory and why they can't be together and oh the forbidden, forbidden love yes exactly it's that bad well so that was what i wasted time on while while you were gone so ta-da, there's my book report on that one much of a book report. One much of a book report, but sometimes you watch something that's not great. Well, that was not great. And you just plowed through it anyway, huh? I did. Well, that's all right. <laughs> what else have we got going on here? Um, well, like I said, NCAA basketball tournaments this weekend. One thing I want to mention about the, about that in general. My beloved UK Wildcats have suffered through the worst season that they've had in probably 50 years or more. It's unbelievable. They didn't even have a winning record. I mean, their record was like, un, I, it doesn't even sound possible for the University of Kentucky to have a record of like, I don't know, like eight or 10 wins and like 16 or 18 losses. <laughs> Like, like almost like it wasn't even close how yeah. many like we weren't even close to being to winning half our games it was disgusting so and apparently duke because of some sort of covid issues but then they weren't doing great either um they it's like the first time since like the early 70s or maybe mid 70s that UK or Duke, either one, is not in the NCAA tournament. It's like first time to like 1975 or something. Just insane. Wow. So long, Neither long, one. long, long time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure. I mean, I don't know how Duke feels. Don't you feels, feel but... dirty? Don't you feel dirty? Well, the only thing I can say from being a true Kentucky fan in the whole situation is, well, at least those bastards won't win the tournament this year. <laughs> <laughs> at least we, at least they suck as bad as we do. Okay. <laughs> this, I can... this would have been a great year to play them in the battle of the, like the uh, game of Thrones, the battle of the bastards. Yeah. Just the worst two teams that used to be awesome. <laughs> Just let it'd them be, slug it out. It'd be like one of our pool games God. at the, at the league night. Oh, the old league night, Lebowski, right? That's yes. been a, that's been a fun little thing we've gotten restarted. You want to tell them about a little bit about that in well, general? We've been playing. We've we've got our uh, pool league night. I had a billiard league back in the day when we had a bowling alley, but that bowling alley went out of business, and we happen to have a vacant building around town, so we put a pool table in it. So now we have league night. And now we have our own billiard league night mm-hmm. with the local yokels from. Local Eastern Kentucky hillbillies. And sometimes when a couple of us that aren't so great are playing against each other, that game can go on and on and on. <laughs> I like to see you chicks playing. I think that's sexy. I like Aww. it. I think that's really well, I think it's really cool and fun and all that. So that's great. Um, and we've been watching some YouTube videos. You got me a book for Valentine's yeah. Day. I mean, like, this is, you know, billiards, It's most people just fart around. I get it. It's just something to do while you drink beer in general. Yeah. But it's like any sport, just like golf. And I compare it to golf all the time because I think it's very much like that. Yeah. Like, it's extremely precise if you get into it. Like, if you really study it, you really want to be one of the top people, Mm -hmm. even at your local golf club. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to have to learn some shit. <laughs> and it is extremely just hard. Well, that's how billiards is. Yeah. On the outside, ah, it's nothing. Just hit this ball into that ball, make it go into pockets. Sure, it's no big deal. But, yeah, you get into spin and throw and uh, what was the friction-induced throw and squirt and all these, <laughs> you know, the physics of it, of uh, how your ball's rotating, how that affects the ball you hit, how it's going to rotate. I mean, it gets to be fucking complicated. It does. Fast. It does. Uh, and you can see the difference in these pros versus just local yokel. Like I said, just, oh, let's just have a beer and shoot pool. Not there's anything wrong with that either. Well, and, and it is fun. I mean, I, I, I was like, ooh, okay, I know how to get a ball in a pocket. And then I meet you and you're Mr. Like freaking fats. Well, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to get better. I'm, I'm trying to go from C level to B level. And then A level would be unbelievable, but yeah. I'll never do that. But who knows? I'll tell you one <laughs> thing good. about billiards. If anybody, you know, it seems like we saw or heard a podcast or something on this one day. It's just basically a commentary on society in general. But it was a whole thing on like our society and how dynamics work and equating it to the, like nobody goes to bowling alleys anymore and they're almost all out of business like league oh, nights where uh-huh. you would go socialize and you'd meet other people from their from your community and everybody go hang out the bowling alley and you'd see each other and blah 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 and how we just don't do that much anymore and bowling alleys are pretty much you know, thing of the past thing yeah. of the past and this billiard league is my attempt locally at least for one last gasp of getting a few people together, not hundreds. Yeah. But I can invite 10 or 15 people. Yeah. Maybe a little less. Maybe have a little league. Just try some sort of old school business uh, networking type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's been, not it's just been business, a lot of fun. Um, everybody seems to enjoy it, don't hanging they? out with folks. Yeah. 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 And that's another thing with this COVID coming, you know, basically coming to an end now that everybody's getting vaccinated. You can tell from this league, like when I, you know, started inviting some people, they're like, hell yes. yes let me get I out. don't care what it is. If it's, yeah, it's something if I can drink a beer and hang out with people. Yes, I'm in. Where do I show up? So that's another reason I do believe this COVID, surely to God, people are ready to bust out. Yes. I think it's going to be a gigantic year for retail, all kinds of businesses that I think are going to be. Yeah. I think it's going to take a little while for things like concerts and festivals to catch up. But once they start, I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. There's our... The local organization I'm with, we're talking about how to put on a local concert this year. And there's still, the problem is there's still the restrictions because technically at this point in time, it's not like everybody can see lightning in the tunnel. Yeah. But right now you still have these restrictions and until they're lifted, it's just hard to start anything. Yeah. Cause you got to anticipate, okay, well, surely by August, these will be lifted. But if they're not, then you're screwed. Yeah. Chairman Yellison back in her bed. No, she's <laughs> over there. Cute. Um, and speaking of concerts, 
that we are actually we're talking about. Let me bring this up. We we're talking about <laughs> this is in the middle of Eastern Kentucky, by the way, Hillbilly Nation. <laughs> but the talk is the possibility of having like a, a '80s, early '90s rap lineup. <laughs> that would be awesome. With the headliner being Salt and Pepper. That would be wonderful. No, it's not salt and pepper. Pepper. Salt in pepper. Mm-hmm. I think is how they would pronounce it. That sounds like the whitest thing that's ever been said into a <laughs> microphone. Anyway, salt and pepper headlining. Uh-huh. And under that, like Young MC, Tone Loke. Uh yeah, what's the other one? It, Rob Vanilla Bass, Ice. Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock. Uh, Vanilla Ice was on there. Yes, apparently you can get all those people for around. I hope I'm not talking out term. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Hell, they're less than ten thousand dollars. Like I think you can get Tone Loke to show up at your damn house <laughs> <laughs> and rap and do his show for about seven eight thousand bucks. I think. That would be amazing. Yeah. That's not out of the damn question for a bunch of people in the neighborhood all chip in $500 each. And you could have Vanilla Ice do a, uh, yeah, do a show for your neighborhood. But salt and pepper are more expensive because yeah, they're that's female. What, yeah, that's what they were saying in this thing. Yeah, salt and pepper, they're like 50000 so, <laughs> yeah. Go girl. Go girl. Yeah, so you get a vanilla ice for eight thousand, and you got yeah. salt and pepper for fifty. And yeah, apparently the reason is because to get women to go to these concerts that are rap concerts, even uh-huh. from that time period. Yeah, you got to have female rappers. You need the female rappers, and and so they have slowly risen to top of the of that genre. You know, late eighties rap. That's awesome. They are apparently one of the tops of that. Whatever. So good for them, right? Good for them. Well, they were great back then, so I, I think it'd be fun. I think that would be a they were. hoot of they, a concert. They, they have several songs. Yeah. Who wouldn't? That'd be all right show. Heck yeah. Tone Loke. Who didn't like that? That was the... Yeah. Funky Comadina. The Funky Comadina. What was the other wild thing? Yeah. That was the other one. God, that was when I was... At school, college, when that came out. Oh, man. I was in high school. Jeez. How cool. That was just the coolest damn song. Nobody ever heard <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I mean, that was just so new. It was just such a new genre of music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's surely something that we're just old and have missed out on that maybe is just some totally different thing. I don't know what it is. If we didn't, if you didn't experience some brand new thing like that, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, like oh wow, yeah, yeah, something that just like that is just the most different thing I've ever heard. I bet the Humpty Dance. I bet that dude's on there. Who was that? Oh, I can't think of the his name Humpty right dance. now. This is a chance to. My name is Humpty. Maybe I'm in Humpty. Humpty Hump. My name is Humpty, pronounced with an umpty. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I cannot well, think whoever of his name is, Whoever now. that is, I'll bet he would. I would pay, I'd pay $10,000 to see the Humpty dance. I think I would, too. 
Oh, that would be awesome. That would be. Could you imagine if you were doing like a high school reunion or something oh, like that? Oh, yes. I could do that. Oh, that would be awesome. Now, now you're talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get him for a high school reunion. Like, yes. <laughs> that would be perfect. Absolutely a match made in heaven. It would be. It would. All right. So you have. A friend who's going through some crappy relationship stuff. Yeah, and, and I have too. a friend who's going through some crappy relationship <laughs> stuff. If we could ever get those two together, they could possibly, hell, if they could just talk to each other about their shitty relationship lives. <laughs> that might be an improvement for both of them. <laughs> they it could be really each other's might. counselors. Yeah. Right? I, I feel so bad. I, yeah, yeah. I tell them about Alice a little bit. Well, her husband's nuts. <laughs> Having a nutty husband does not help any. No, and and he's he just flies off the handle at anything. And what's the guy from Andy Griffith that would run around town, act crazy, and throw rocks through windows? Remember that Andy Griffith character? Yes, I kind of vaguely do, and I don't remember his name. But yeah, that's her husband. People are screaming right now under their. It's I can't remember. Anyway, it's like that in real life, except not funny. Yeah. In modern day. Yeah. Right? Yeah, except this is an asshole driving around in a truck, brake-checking people, and pissing people off all the time. Like brake-checking? Piss, pissed off and takes off and leaves. He got, he right, he was like angry driver something, some altercation with some... I don't know. Somebody didn't yeah. turn right. Who knows yeah. the deal? He didn't well, there was, a turn that signal was on. That, um, and that guy, way back this summer. Yeah. 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 That guy basically said, I'll show you, buddy. He got out of the car with a tire iron ready to kill this guy. Yeah. And then then this guy, of course, like a little bitch, just drove away. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, he just runs around. And this is small town stuff. We're not talking hell. We're not. We're not in L.A. We're in no. Eastern Kentucky. Everybody knows everybody. No. Yes. Yes. So pretty soon, it's uh, you know somebody's calling Alice. Hey, Alice, your uh, crazy uh, husband's out in the parking lot chasing people with. <laughs> and and uh, poor Alice has had to get stuff taken off of Facebook about him. Um, yeah, because people like there's a crazy person exactly. running around town, brake checking, being just a total idiot. He's this guy, and they'll. Yeah. The state police have knocked on her door. God, that's the worst. I, I can't imagine. That's recently, right? Yeah. So they that's what literally happened. She gets yeah. a door knock, and they say, what? I He's mean, on the radar now because because of the brake checking. So he gets mad. And he's in front of somebody driving, and he purposely hits the brake. Yeah, he brake checks them. They have his plate number, so they call the police, report him to the police. So now the police are looking for him, you know, just keeping an eye on him. And he's already been in trouble for all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, just low levels, like never anything to get arrested for. He's just stayed this, I don't know. Can't keep a job. No. Because, of course, sometimes your boss is going to tell you something you don't want to hear, so he cusses yeah. them out and leaves. Yeah. Well, he's mentally ill. He, he yeah, has 100%. borderline personality disorder, and she feels sorry for him. So she's trying to take care of him. And I feel so bad for her because it's exactly the same thing that my mom has. And you, know, another you can't thing, always fix crazy. And, and he was a 
in, back in the day in high school, like a star athlete. Yeah. And and basketball's king around here. I mean, this guy was a phenomenal basketball player. I mean, legendary. And now he's running around town like <laughs> Like I said, flipping people off, just riding around town for hours. And again, we're talking small town. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. You're just driving around for hours, just causing trouble, basically. So it's a weird, also not funny version of like eastbound and down in a way. Yeah. Like he's like Kenny Powers, not (laughs) funny. (laughs) Like it's because it's real life. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. He peaked in high school. Yeah. Oh, he he peaked in probably a junior and senior year. He probably still had enough mojo to be a good athlete and all that. But I do feel sorry for people. I feel sorry for them. I, we all have this problem, don't we? Like, like, I feel sorry for them, but you also are mad at them and hate them. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be such an asshole? And then I, I get it. His parents probably beat him and... Who knows? Maybe he was in the military and went through some shit. I don't know. But at this point, you know, I'm in the checkout line with you at Kroger, and you're threatening to kill me because I took too long scanning my items. Yeah. It's shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? I don't know. We've got to to really work on mental health in America. It's... But you can't. It's becoming dangerous. But then, then hasn't multiple people tried to help this guy? When he military, yeah, and yeah. VA will pay for it for free. Yeah. He won't yeah, go. He's got he's got insurance, but he won't accept treatment. Okay. So, so that's a big thing. When you're like, we have a mil- yeah, we do, but you can't you, force people. Well, I mean, at a certain point, at a certain point, when people are a threat to themselves or a threat to society, yes, I think we do. We do have. An obligation. Well, whatever the criteria is, he should, he should meet it as far as being the old, the old cliche, getting locked up in a rubber room for a while. Yeah. He, he does need something. Yeah, he does. I, he I, needs intervention. I guess he just hasn't reached the line. Maybe the police going to Alice's house was them asking, like, do you want us to maybe do something? <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I yeah. mean, I, I'm kind of curious why they would do that. Like, if it's not a specific charge or they're not specifically looking for him to arrest him, unless it's just because, again, we're in eastern Kentucky yeah. and everybody knows everybody and they just wanted to, hey, Alice, because they just know Alice. But yeah. but officially, like by the book, why would a police officer go to somebody and say, hey, just so you know, uh, we've been watching your husband and he's on our radar. Like that doesn't sound... Like any procedure, I would know. Well, no, I don't think it is. I think it's a, a courtesy thing. You know, hey. Yeah, here's what's about to happen. Yeah. He needs help. <laughs> Get him un- in control. Which. And the last thing was. Do. Yeah. The last thing was somebody, a family member, told him that basically, like, you need some help. Yeah. Because he got all mad about something, right? Yeah. yeah he, he was uh, helping. Uh, Alice's dad fixed car and got all mad, uh, argumentative over that. Uh, her dad said that he needed help, and I he said left. the one fourth wrench, damn it! And then this goes crazy, or whatever it is, something silly, right? I don't know. I mean, and and uh, I know Alice's dad can be argumentative and a handful sometimes too. So that could have been explosive <laughs> plus explosive. <laughs> So, oh, 
Oh, God. Holy cow. I mean, just. Is that, ah! your, is that your friend Alice, huh? Yeah. She's been going on dealing with this for years. Yeah. Right? Yes. And you got a friend. Yeah. My friend Tom. Let me tell you the year old Tom's had. He's he's going through a divorce, which is going at a snail's pace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, painfully slow. Yes. So he's going through a divorce. He's, and the divorce, his wife basically is in the same business that they're in. So they're going to have to split this business. They're, they're working together now in this business alongside each other daily <laughs> while going through this divorce. <laughs> yeah. They got that going on. Then they have two kids. Kid number one is a girl who can't keep a job who literally has mental issues as well. Yeah. Severe. Yeah. I mean, to the point of she's in an abusive relationship with a guy who beats the crap out of her. She won't leave him. Um, just crap like that. Yes, it's bad. It's bad to the point where it just, uh, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, that, that says it all. <laughs> it you is. can imagine I mean, all it's... the crazy on top of that. Yeah. But that's the main part of it. Then the other kid is also crazy, even in a different kind of way. He's crazy in that he's dating some girl just because she was pretty. All right, she's pretty. We got that in the checkmark column. And the other column is she's got like three kids. She's uh, an adult who's on welfare, which I get it. Everybody needs a helping hand. I'm not talking about that. But we're talking this this girl and her family are basically lifelong professional Know how the system works. Welfare, welfare recipients. people. It just—I'm sorry. That's just facts in this situation. This <laughs> They're is, professionals. At this it. is not a helping hand <laughs> in this situation. So there's that, and she's into drugs, and she's a raging alcoholic. And every time he goes out of town, she just she gets drunk as a human being can be, and calls his dad or his mom, or just screams at the porch. At the top of her lungs. I mean, like screaming like somebody is murdering her to the point where neighbors call the police. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? They're like, are somebody killing you? I'm like, no, I'm just here by myself. Just drinking. <laughs> like, just That is insane. Yeah. So that's what kid number two is involved is, with. Is into. Yeah. Is into that. Oh, and by the way, and. She's lost custody of these three kids due to alcohol, drugs, etc. And her ex-husband has accused Tom's son of abusing these kids. So now like she had visitation like, I don't know, once, yeah. once a month or once a week or something. Well, now she doesn't get it at all because he's accused of that. And he's in the court process now of having to defend himself against that. That's a mess to be involved in. So that's a mess. Then Tom was kind of a Trump guy, and he didn't totally drink the Kool-Aid, but he sipped on it. He didn't suck He it. savored the Kool-Aid slowly. I heard enough of Tom uh, and, and and his son, too. Both are Well, kinda... now his, uh, his son guzzled the Kool-Aid yeah. as far as that. Yeah, he had yeah. a... Yeah, the, yeah. The, they're, they're, they're suffering. They're licking their losses right now. The male son, definitely, he drank the Kool-Aid. He, was, he absolutely is one of these QAnon. He needs deprogrammed. Yeah. First of all, um, 
So, but anyway, so Trump lost. This guy was pretty big Trump, pretty anti-Biden. So, so he had that going this year. <laughs> then his dad has dementia, <laughs> like 90 plus years old, dementia, physical problems. Tom has to go tuck him into bed every night, basically. Yeah. Go check on him, which is great. Tom's a great dude to do that, but it's just another thing on the plate. Yeah. Then Tom's mom is still alive, and she's slowly getting dementia. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So his dad, his mom has dementia. He's kind of got to check on him. It's it's a lot it, for one a, person. It's a lot for one person, and God love him for helping and doing that. But, my God. All right. Then this guy is on the front lines of COVID stuff. Yeah. I'm talking, you know, the hospital, the healthcare field, that kind of stuff. He has dealt with COVID from day one. From day one. Yeah. Seeing patients and being somebody who makes decisions on how certain healthcare aspects go in our region. And so it's been, yeah. He's been stressed. He's, He's been really that. stressed. And then on top of everything, he's a UK grad, big UK fan like me. And UK, like I said, has had the worst season <laughs> in 50 years. <laughs> so, that was just a cherry on his shit cake. So it? what a year. Yeah. Now that's a damn year. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going, you're going skiing with him later. So yeah, you guys get, can NCAA watch and right. kind of, I don't know, but I'll, take yeah. care of each other mentally a little. Oh yeah, that's 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 exactly what it is. But uh man, what a year. That's a bad year. That's a real bad year. Mm. Well, let's be happy that we have each other. Definitely. I'm glad we found each other. Me too. Order Johnny Harmony. <laughs> I'm a mail order bride. <laughs> <laughs> Ordered you right up. I'm pretty proud of that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I like when we tell people that. I do, too. I do, too. But there is a lot of people out there who have awful relationships. Don't you think with their significant other? I think so. And it hurts right now. Like, I feel like I've got... I've got a friend right now. I've got uh, a relative right now that are both going through really tough times and making really tough decisions. And my heart just breaks for them. How many, how, what do you think just ballpark of people in relationships who are overall, I'm not saying nobody has a rough spell once in a while, mm-hmm. but who overall are happy most of the time in their relationship? I'd say a third. 30%, 33%. Yeah. Are happy, you know, I was going to say about 25%. So I think we're pretty close on our thinking there. Yeah. I think like, all right, for your for yours or mine, yeah, somewhere around 60, 70% of people in their personal relationships are not happy. They seem to be very stressed out about them. And yeah. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying they sad. don't have their moments. Yeah. But I'm saying overall, that's sad. Yeah. But my example growing up was a negative example. And that you got married and you just suffered through it. <laughs> no, that is horrible. That's, that was my example. So. I've always had a goal 
just not to be that. I, I, life's just too short. Yes. We get one damn chance at this life, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. If you're religious, maybe you're like, oh, well, I'll do better next time. Or maybe <laughs> in heaven it'll be better. But I don't want to take that chance. I don't either. I, I want, want right this na- to be good. Yeah. I want this life right now that I'm living to be as good as it can be. And I just can't believe people put up with. I just can't believe people put up with the shit they put up with for as long as they put up with it. Again, I keep preferencing this, but I'm not saying there's not a rough spell. I'm not saying leave at the first sign of trouble. But hell, if it's been a year or two and you're still miserable, it's time. Don't you think it's time to call it quits or talk to each other or fix it, fix it or give it a year or leave, give it a year or two and either fix it or leave. Like how I know people get intertwined with finances. I have, I know some friends of mine who have kids that are still underage that I know that their situation is like, I'm not getting divorced till my kids are grown. I'm not going to do that. Like, Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get your reasoning for your visitation and all the things that are entwined with that. But God, so you're going to suffer ten more years? <laughs> really? Like, God, I don't see how that's any better for the kids. They have to see that. They do. I mean, even a, even subconsciously, you have to be soaking that up. Like, oh, okay, so that's what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to just. You know, just plow through it, even though you're not Yell and happy. scream and holler and, and be miserable all the time, and that's... Or just not even happy, life, even yeah. if you don't find in front of the kids. Just, okay, just loveless, you know. They have to pick up on that. Yeah. I feel like. Yes. No, thanks. Every day, I tell you, and I sincerely mean it, how appreciative I am of what we got. We make a daily practice of gratitude and... I think we're extra snuggly at night. <laughs> we do. I'm your um, human pillow. Yes. Your life-size pillow that you roll over <laughs> on and snuggle. And usually, you don't while, mind. and usually while we're doing that, it's like, you know, this is a great day. And I really appreciate today. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you. And, and unless, I don't know what kind of day we could have that could be just, I mean, we'll have some horrible day, I guess, when somebody's diagnosed with terminal cancer or something but it had to be yeah. something like that before it wouldn't be a a day you, to appreciate yeah yes yeah like what kind of what kind of stuff could happen in your day really that you couldn't appreciate you're alive if you if you're yeah. alive you got your health yeah. that's something uh, with with some food in the fridge and and some t- goofy tv and some podcasts to listen to look we all got it fucking made we do this whole country has got it made. We just do. You want to see some people that don't? Oh, that's just fine. <laughs> no, screen went blank. Yeah, I mean, you want to see some places that don't? Hell, go to Africa. That is a whole. There's a whole damn continent, triple the size of the United States, where they have it shitty every damn day. No thanks. Not all of the continent. <laughs> well, okay, not all of it. But you get my point. Yeah. We got lucky, and I'm glad that we've got it lucky. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just all it is. You can look at it a glass half empty or a glass half full, and I try my best to to look at it in a positive way. Don't you? I do. Um, 
I feel like that is a choice that we can make, whether to look at it as a positive or as a negative. We can spend all day looking for the worst things to happen or the best things. And that's a that's a could not be a truer statement. We absolutely choose to be happy or not. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, most. <laughs> All right, I just went through a horrible case of of major depression, and it's very hard to choose happy when your bio your biochemicals are fighting against you. But you know what you chose? You can choose, just like we were talking about with our with um, Alice's. You can choose to get help and make that right. So that's yes. a choice. Yes. So I'm so even if right I'm not that, that's a good point we should say that yeah I'm not saying if you have depression you can just will it away no. sometimes yeah. oh God I get that but you can make a conscious decision to go to the doctor and get and, help and get medicine that levels it out and then if your levels are okay and you're still well then at some point it is a choice yeah I feel like it all does eventually come down to a choice. 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Sure, there's somebody that no matter what, medication doesn't work. I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, there's some situation where a, a piano falls off the roof and hits you that you had no control over, and now you're fucked up for life physically. Okay. You get to be depressed. <laughs> all right. But barring something catastrophic, I feel like we all pretty much choose. Whether to be happy or not. Yeah. yeah. One way or another. I, well, I feel like that's a good way to qualify it. Barring something catastrophic. Yeah, sure. It's a choice. Yeah, exactly. Tell everybody some of the outlets where we put this show. Well, all right. We're at hillbillynerdtalk.com. And from there, yes. you can find our Reddit, our Reddit, uh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. I haven't been, I've been a little active lately on it, but not crazy. We've been busy around with, we've just work, been busy with work stuff, with the real estate investment, investment company stuff. We've been busy, super busy. Anyway, yes, on the Twitter and Reddit. Reddit. And I keep on saying Facebook. We're really not on Facebook not much. Facebook. <laughs> Those are the main two. And then, I, you know, there's outlets. I keep forgetting. Of course, wherever you're listening to this, you're listening to it. But, you know, we're on Spotify. It's easy to find mm-hmm. us on Spotify, Stitcher. Um, th- there's some more. Are we on iTunes? We are definitely on iTunes. All right. And, and then you can just download it straight from our um, website. So yeah, we've got some outlets going. Yay. So we'll see. Anyway. All right, everybody. It was great to talk to you. We'll talk to you next time.